Okay, so we're continuing the catch-up on what I didn't get to talk about during November because I was writing a book. And today, because I know some of you are interested because you reached out to me about it, let's talk about his dark materials on today's Project Shadow. Hello everyone, how are you doing today? My name's Charlie. You might know me better as sci-fi fantasy writer C.E. Dorset, especially if you're reading my latest book, Crucify My Love. And today, yes, we're going to be talking about the HBO series, His Dark Materials. But before we get into all that, if you haven't already, please take a moment to rate this podcast in whatever app you're listening to me on. It really does help out a lot. It tells the algorithms to share the podcast with more people. The more people that listen, the bigger the community, the bigger the community, the better the chance we have of actually communicating with each other. And that is, after all, why I do this in the first place. Thank you all so very much for everyone who's already done that. So, yeah, his dark materials. I feel like, one, if you've not been watching the show, that's okay. We're going to go through a bit before we get to spoilers. And as always, I will warn you before spoilers are included. Number two, man. Actually, yeah, let's do that first. Remember how I said I was thinking about doing a YouTube channel? Yeah, check my Twitter. There should be a video up. Uh, that was painful. We'll see about this. I don't know. But I'm going to try it. I'm going to try it. We're going to see what happens. They like said it's going to be crazy at first because I'm going to make myself do it like as much as I possibly can just to see if it's something that I can do. But yeah, the video should be up. So. Yeah, I'm C. Dorset on, I'm Charlie Dorset on Twitter, I mean on YouTube. Actually, there should be a link to the channel on projectshadow.com, so yeah. Alright, so his dark materials on HBO. I, I feel like I've said this before on the podcast, but if this is the first time you've clicked in to hear me talk about this, uh, hmm. it's been a very long time since I've read the books. A very long time. And like over 10 years since I've read the books. So I'm not going to be talking all that much about how I feel like the show is or is not like the books, even though I have a really strong feeling that it's a lot not like the books because there are plot lines and stories and characters with POVs that I really don't remember having POVs in the book, especially for the Golden Compass, which is the part of the story we're in right now. I remember that book being almost exclusively from Lyra Balakwa's point of view. But like I said, it's been a long time since I've read the book, so I might be wrong about that. I would love to do a joint episode with someone who is much more familiar with the book material, because I think that would be a lot of fun. If that's something you'd be interested in doing, contact me. But I also kind of didn't like the book series, and I know that's like, hard for some people to say, to hear, and I probably lost some podcast listeners for saying it. I liked the first book. I was okay with the third, second book. The third book just lost me. I it just, it, I didn't connect with what Philip Pullman was doing 
And so I feel like I should be very honest with that up front. I, I have high hopes for the series. But the series itself is kind of bugging me because it's it has so many actors in it that were in Game of Thrones that and especially with them talking about going north, I, I keep expecting White Walkers to show up. And that's that's a me problem. That's not a show problem. That, that that's that's just a me problem. But I, I do keep expecting to see ice zombies show up at some point, even though I know that that is not a thing that happens. But I mean, there's so many people, especially like uh, one of them. Yeah, it's just too much. Anywho. So having gotten all of that out of the way, I am, for the most part, really enjoying the show. And when I say for the most part, the exception that I'm putting in there and why it's not like an unreserved, I really like this show, is I, I, I don't know. I don't want to be critical of a child actor because, you know, they're children. But there's something about the way that Lyra Blackwa, the actress who plays Lyra Blackwa, is acting that I don't know. It, it, Sometimes it's spot on and I'm really enjoying it. And other times it feels like she is reading a script to me and it takes me out of the show a little bit, but I I do like the actress that they got. I like her gumption. I like, I like her most of the time. And I think the same thing's true with the CG that they did. I, I kind of wish that they had worked. I, I sound like one of those. Star Wars haters when I say stuff like this, but I kind of wish they had worked with somebody to do more practical effects and more practical puppets for some of the scenes that they then touched up with CG. Because there are moments when it is stunning and it is brilliant and it is beautiful. And there are other moments where it's like, huh, you superimposed a bear onto this scene because you did. And the render is very inconsistent from scene within a scene from cut to cut which is also a little bit jarring that you know especially yorick i've noticed this most with yorick that there are times when his face is real and believable and i like it and there are times when i feel like they just used a low res model and there are a couple i feel that way with a couple of the um things i had that problem watching the most recent season of the dragon prince too but we'll talk about that when we talk about the dragon prince but yeah for the most part i'm enjoying the show the storytelling has been good the pacing has been better than i remember the book being i feel like they're doing spoilers from books two and three in book one so that the transition into what the story is actually about is not as jarring because I think that's one of the things that just tore me out of the books when I originally read them is the they they just kind of happen in very abrupt ways and I don't know it kind of pulled me out of the action and at a certain point I just couldn't get back in so I like that they're doing that um other than that I, I don't know there's something odd about the show that I just can't put my fingers on my finger on I really enjoy it I look forward to it we watch it every Monday we actually watch it the day it comes out so 
you know, I am enjoying it. I just, I don't know what it is about it that's just off. It's almost like the show has found a new version of the Uncanny Valley, and it's not in the costumes or the sets or the characters or even the CG aspects that have been put into it. It's that there's something written about the show that feels a little strange. And it might be also because, you know, we're watching at the same time we're watching Watchmen and a lot of other shows that are very well written that any minor defect in the way that it's filmed or shot or acted or written is standing out in comparison. But I don't know, it, it there's something about it that's just rubbing me in a strange way. And that's preventing me from completely falling in love with the show. Because that's, I think that's really what it is. I like it, but I don't love it. And I want to love it. There are elements of it that really make me want to love it as a series, but I'm just not there. I think part of it could be that I don't know what their long-term plans are with the series. If it's just going to be three seasons, like with the books, because there's three books, or if they're planning on going beyond if they're planning on going off book at some point or how that's going to work out or I don't, I don't I just don't know what it is there's something about it that is preventing me from absolutely falling head over heels in love with the show and it may get fixed in season two that happened with titans which we'll be talking about on a future episode but mm. I, a lot of it, I think, is Lyra. I, I'm having a hard time feeling empathetic towards Lyra. And I don't think that's the actress's fault. I think it's both a combination of the writing and the way the show is is shot. Because Lyra is a very tough character who needs to have those vulnerable, tender moments. And while we've gotten a couple of them, I don't think there's really been enough for me to connect with her or really any of the other characters. The show feels like it's running or racing towards its conclusion. Like it has the story beats that it just has to hit and we're not getting the space necessary for the human reaction that the show needs to have. Huh? That's actually probably what it is. And I think I'm going to have to go into spoilers to talk about that a little bit more. What you are about to hear may contain spoilers for episodes one through five of His Dark Materials, the HBO series. If you are averse to spoilers and you have not watched the show, you may or may not want to continue listening on. Because I don't know exactly how much I'm going to spoil plot-wise, as yeah but if you don't want to have the possibility you should check out in five four three two one okay you have been warned yeah i think that the biggest problem the show is having for me right now and it's the same set of problems that the last couple seasons of game of thrones had is that it's forgotten that what we actually care about is the relationship between the characters and the characters themselves 
and all of the other stuff is stuff. That's one of the reasons why I think we enjoy the Marvel Cinematic Universe and the Flareoverse on the CW a lot more than we did any of the DC movies, with the possible exception of Shazam. Shazam's kind of the first movie. Shazam and Wonder Woman were the first movies where they kind of figured this out. And Aquaman forgot it, but in the most amazingly, fantastically bonkers sort of way. We go along for all of the crazy stuff that happens in speculative fiction, in science fiction and fantasy. Because, yes, we like the spectacle and we like the sheer craziness of it. But we also go along for the characters and the drama of it. The show has to have something... Well, any fantasy, especially, has to have some measure of understandable and relatable human drama in it. And this show should, with the kids being kidnapped. I think we have seen, you know, a lot of pathos from the parents that allows, at least for me, to connect with their with them. But I'm not feeling that so much with Lyra. Lyra doesn't seem to be reacting the way she should about learning that Lord Azrael is her father and who her mother is and that she was raised by a nursemaid, Egyptian nursemaid, and why she was at Oxford. And even with, you know, Roger and Billy's kidnapping, we're not getting the emotional scenes that I feel that the show needs to have to connect us to Lyra. We, we see... I mean, the most vulnerable scene that we got from her was the night that she ran away and was picked up by the gobblers. And that one single shot of her, lay, you know, sitting on the in the street, just trying to, you know, with Pan on her lap, trying to stay warm. That was really one of the only real vulnerable moments we've got from her. And again, I don't think that this is the actress's fault. And I don't, I don't know if it's the writers, the editors, or just the nature of how they're trying to do the show. But because we're moving so quickly through the events of The Golden Compass, which is not a short book, they aren't giving time for the characters to breathe. The kinds of reactions that... I feel more connected to York because in the most recent episode, that story... And the way he told the story of how he was banished. And earlier in the previous episode, I think it was, where we first meet him and we learn about him not having his armor. And the reaction there of having something so precious taken away from you. They were able to capture that with a CG bear in a way that I don't feel that they've been able to do with the live action human Lyra. And I don't know why that is. It may be that they have an odd view of what makes Lyra strong. And so showing her vulnerable, you know, I'm not saying we need like wet, sloppy crying scenes or anything like that. It's just she's always so certain. And yeah, I know that's part of her character, but 
we don't see any moments of real doubt from her. She just gets an idea and goes with it. And as a result of that, we don't see that really with the other characters around her. What's odd is the supporting characters, the other characters that aren't Lyra, are given some of those moments where we get to feel who they are and get a hint and insight into their lives in a way that they haven't really allowed us to have with Lyra yet. And that's problematic because there's, what, three episodes left. So it's eight episodes this season, if I'm remembering correctly. And we've already gotten five of the eight. And you need to be able to connect with Lyra. I mean, you, you just need to. She's the main focus of the show. We spend most of our time with her. And we need to be able to connect with her. We don't even... Like, when she's taken... Okay, in the most recent episode, because this really bugged me, when she's taken in and told to strip in front of strangers, she just does it. Like, there's no awkwardness. There's no, like... She's a child being asked to disrobe in front of strangers that she is certain are evil people who want to do bad things to her. She just complies with everything that they tell her to do because for the sake of the episode, we need to get to the point where she sees the getup that she found Billy in hanging on the wall as what they want her to put on. And then she realizes that they're going to try to do to her what they did to Billy. Yeah, and we just needed to get there. So we're going to cut out what would have been real character building episodes or moments of her trying to handle herself and trying to figure out how she's going to cope with this problem of being told that she needs to disrobe in front of absolute strangers. That's something that they should have. That's a moment they should have given her. And there are several moments throughout the series where they should have given her more of a quiet moment. Because that's what this series is missing. It doesn't have those quiet moments as much as it needs to have for the emotional beats to land the way they need to. If it's just, ooh, thing happened. Boom, thing happened. Boom, thing happened. Boom, another thing happened. See, you didn't have time between the booms there to really take in that another thing happened. And that's kind of what's going on with the series. And it's a shame because I just feel like they're racing through content. I feel like I'm reading an audiobook at one and a half or twice speed so that I can just get through it and find out how it ends. And that's not a good way to absorb a story. I really want to like this show. And like I said, for most of the other characters outside of Lyra, I feel like they're doing a good job building them and getting to know them and really kind of getting a sense of where they're coming from and why they're doing the things that they're doing. Except, of course, for the two characters that must remain mysterious because we don't want to give away the final end of the series yet or the season finale even. But 
I just, I want more spaciousness. I want time to get to know these characters. And I don't know why they only did eight episodes for season one. And I don't know why it looks like they're trying to fit the entire book into those eight episodes. But it looks like they're trying to fit all of the Golden Compass into eight episodes and not giving us the time that we need for the world building or the characters to develop that we really need to have. And that's a shame. It's a real shame. Yeah. This is why I like doing these episodes, because I learn my own opinions often by talking to you all. And now I can put my finger on it. So thank you for listening and encouraging me to have these conversations with myself and vicariously via the interwebs with you. If you haven't already, please do take a moment to rate this podcast on whatever app you're listening to me on. It really does help out a lot. If you have any questions, comments, or topics you'd like to hear discussed on the show, in the show notes you'll find a link to the voice message system. Keep it short, keep it clean so I can use it on the show. I would love to hear from you. If you'd rather hit me up on social media, I am C.E. Dorset on both Twitter and Instagram. And you can find links to everything that I do over at projectshadow.com. If you have a buck you can throw my way, it really would help out more than you could even possibly imagine. In the show notes, you'll find a link to both the listener support and my Patreon. Anything that you can do to help out really would mean the world to us right now. We're kind of struggling, but I I don't want to put a guilt trip on you. I'm just saying that $1 may not sound like a lot, but it adds up and really it does help out so much. So thank you to everybody who's already doing that. If you don't have any money right now or you don't feel like giving, that's fine. But if you know somebody you think would like this podcast, do share it with them. That helps out immensely too. If uh, you haven't checked it out already, I do have that new YouTube channel that I'm working on. And yeah, that's about it. Until next time, don't forget, have the fun. Bye.